0: Here we are again. It's Friday time for an episode of the Change and Evolve Letter. And thank you, as always, for joining me. Weaponizing stupidity. It just keeps adding up. Today's letter was inspired by some news I heard after the regional elections in Bavaria and Hesse. And in the German state of Hesse, the newly elected government has decided to abolish school grades. And when someone told me about it, I truly believed this to be a very, very bad joke. Unfortunately, though, it is true. It is not in all schools, but a lot of them. So the evaluation of pupils should in the future be in writing instead of school grades, except in the case of a change of school, for example. Quite quite frankly, I am utterly shocked about this, and I, I weep for the children that are stuck in this kind of school system, which in my eyes has been damaged for a very long time and now appears to be truly broken. The generation that will come out of that will most likely be weak, without ambition or goals, because everything is just so... Softened, and they expect things to be just handed to them. It's a bit like parents telling children the fairy tale that they can become anything they want. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for encouraging children and giving them all opportunities possible. But I also believe that it should somehow be in accordance with a child's gifts and talents. I mean, a child who is unmusical and cannot sing will probably not become a singing star. All those in this day and age, anything's possible. But it is weaponizing their stupidity and using it against them, and in my eyes, setting them up for utter failure. People, especially children, are being coddled and, and raised without values, without a little competition or ambition. They are being brainwashed and gaslighted to become dependent on the state and are constantly bombarded and overwhelmed with a digital world that makes sure that that next dopamine kick is available to keep them hooked on electronics. Interestingly, there are so many films where we actually see what is happening and what is in store for us things that perhaps were perceived as entertaining now have a very different quality in retrospect just one example in the 2008 in 2008 disney showed us the future of the generations to come in the animated film wall-e and i'm not speaking about that climate catastrophe but the degeneration of humankind and this clip especially that I'm sharing here with you I find especially concerning and it shows the direction in which things are going if we do not change something for our children very quickly and honestly I do hope I am just being too worried or perhaps too pessimistic in this case but it feels like the good old Parnum et census or bread and games, just a lot worse. Well, time will have to tell. I also believe that the orchestrated lockdowns worldwide, the measures that chipped at our liberty and personal freedom, have also taken their toll on humankind. I mean, nowadays, just watching the news makes you lose several IQ points, which is why I've refused to watch television. But imagine what happens if you do that on a regular basis. Fear makes you less aware of what is really happening. And being held in this constant state of fear is a form of weaponizing stupidity. I have said it several times before, we are living in World War Three, and have been for years. And one of the reasons that is even possible is that with the gaslighting, the brainwashing that has been going on for such a long time, and let's face it, not only in the past few years, the obtuseness of the people is being weaponized against them. I... I also believe that this is being strongly enhanced by the gender babble as well as the climate hoax and all the other ludicrous ideologies that are being forced upon us. I do fear that the end game here is more devastating than many can possibly imagine. And as always, I pray that I am very wrong and it is all just in my head. I would rather go mad and be delusional than be correct about the things that are unravelling at this time. And at the risk of being, well, repetitive, I can only stress again and again how important it is to pay exclusively with cash. It may already be too late, and it feels so comfortable and relaxed to pay with a plastic card mobile phone or smartwatch. But this is not only promoting ignorance, but also convenience. And when cash is finally abolished, nothing, absolutely nothing, will stand in the way of a social credit system and enslavement will progress at lightning speed. A cashless society will finally rob us of any remaining freedom. And for all of those who have not yet understood or feel like it just doesn't concern them, I would like to explain it once again. I I am aware that I am indefatigable with simple examples. First one, just imagine our money will just be a number on a computer everything can disappear at the push of a button. And the second one is this total surveillance. And many will say that we already have this anyway, and they are certainly not entirely wrong. However, at the moment, we still have the possibility to keep our consumption habits to ourselves by paying cash well, provided we don't use those so-called loyalty cards like Payback or others that are exclusively designed to track and to register our behavior. So with the introduction of digital currency and the elimination of cash, there will very quickly be a social credit system along the lines of the Chinese model. Those who are good and have been properly inoculated against everything. Those who follow the given narrative and do not rebel, and those who have perhaps collected a few extra points by denouncing their neighbours, friends, and maybe even family members, will perhaps retain one or the other privileges. Of course, these are not real privileges. They are the simplest things that have been stolen from you in advance, like the purchase of a bar of chocolate or something else that has become an absolute luxury and now serves as a reward for good behaviour. Strangely, most people turn a blind eye to how our freedoms are being restricted or taken away bit by bit. I even hear people defending it. Passionately in the name of the greater good. But somehow, I fail to see the good in censorship and sexualizing children, to name just a few. They are not only counting on gullibility, they encourage it to then weaponize it against the people. In summary, Pay everything in cash. Protect your children. Question everything. Turn off your television and look for like-minded people, your caress. And most of all, keep your faith and never lose hope. My song of the week is a song that I've had on repeat quite a bit lately, and it's it's Happy by Bukahara. And of course, this song has been added to the growing Spotify playlist, which you can find here. It's just one click away, like it, share it, or, well, listen to some good and fun music. And as my poem of the week, I chose another one by John Clare, who lived from 1793 to 1864, and it's called The Instinct of Hope. Is there another world for this frail dust? To warm with life and be itself again? Something about me daily speaks there must and why should instinct nourish hopes in vain tis nature's prophecy that such will be and everything seems struggling to explain the close-sealed volume of its mystery time wandering onward keeps its usual pace as seemingly anxious of eternity to meet that calm and find a resting place. Ian, the small violet fields a future power, and waits each year, renewing blooms to bring. And surely, man is no inferior flower, to die unworthy of a second spring. And as an impression, well, it's another, sp- stunning morning view from my balcony, and, well, honestly, it's the little things we need to see once in a while, as there is so much beauty around us, if we are willing to see it. And despite all I write and see, I am, I am still hopeful, and I feel so much joy, especially in those little things. I still have faith, and I most certainly do surround myself with truly wonderful people. How do you feel? Let me know your thoughts in the comments or just send me a message. You do know that I really enjoy hearing from you and interacting with you. So now I wish you a beautiful weekend full of love and hope. Yours, Tanya.